Welcome back to Sweeping the Country. I'm Derek Walker, along with my co-host, Mr. Jimmy Carter. Hey, Jimmy. Uh, good to see you. Good to see you. You know, it's fun to go back and listen to these interviews, and you hear different things. And I had to go back, and I've done a number of these, but I just picked the first one that I saw uh, that I thought was going to be good. I mean, Johnny Depp, has he been in the news enough lately? Oh, gosh, yes, indeed. Uh, People say, what is he like? What was he like? Because I interviewed him, you know, from the somewhere in the 90s to all the way into the 2000s. And he was always soft-spoken, a little less so on this interview. He was more, you know, he's from Kentucky, and it's just you would never know it. You know, I mean, he's he's been through so many different – and I never got into the Johnny Depp fame thing. I thought he was just really a, a talented actor. Yeah, I agree. Uh, I've seen him in a lot of different movies, but you know, the Pirates movie was particularly sick. Yeah. I think that made him mega rich. I agree. I believe because he and had popular points. and popular. He, he had it, it was very popular, and I think they were paying him more and more and more. And I think they were giving him percentages of of the uh, profits or the gross. Ah. And I think that really kicked into some big money. And we were sitting in two thousand and three talking to Johnny Depp about Pirates of the Caribbean. You know, you're from Kentucky. Do you remember that? I do remember. Part of your resume? I do Show the teeth to everybody over the scene. Your pirate teeth. They're still there, yeah. Wow, that hurt doing that? No. The capping? No, I was slightly uncomfortable, but it didn't hurt too much. And you got some good Kentucky shoes on today, too. Yeah, I got my old boots. Look like you've, uh, I might have to lend you $10 before we get out of here. My old friends. I'll take it, I'll take it. You know, if anybody ever does the Johnny Depp story, they're gonna have a lot of costume changes. (laughs) Yeah. Wouldn't it be cool to see all your characters up there in some movie about you? Would that be a scary movie, or it be a romantic comedy, or what it, would it be? It'd be a real scary movie to me. It'd be real scary. Um, God, I can't even imagine it. You've been through a lot. I mean, yeah. You've been through a lot on screen and off. I mean, it's pretty interesting when you start. I kind of read your story today. You know, I've done it before, but it's pretty rich, from Kentucky to all the way where you are now, living in France. Yeah, it's a long road. It is a long road. Long road. But you're working a lot right now. Is there a particular reason why you're working so much? Um, well, I took, you know, a couple years ago, mm-hmm. my daughter was two years old, and I took a year off to just to spend time with her. And then uh, we were also waiting for the birth of my son, Jack, and uh, that felt great, you know. It felt really good. So I figured what I'd do was just work, do, you know, work hard for a couple of years, and then, uh, yeah, take a little bit more time off to spend with the kiddies. Is it good to reflect, do you think, that time off? Was it good for you? Oh, it was great. Yeah, it was great because you... Yeah, you recharge the battery, don't you? And you and you uh, you come back in. You're you know sort of like a boxer. You get in the ring, boy. You're ready. I took off three years from television. I just right? came back. Really? Nine months, about six, about three months ago. Felt good. It was it? great for me. You yeah. need, sometimes you just need to get away yeah. from all this crazy stuff. For Absolutely. A while. Uh, this pirate, I laughed at him. I hope I wasn't supposed to be laughing so much, but I laughed <laughs> at this guy a lot. Is, oh, that, is, that, is that the point? I'm supposed to laugh, right? Oh yeah, yeah. I mean, I, he didn't scare me too much. I just thought he was funny. Well, that's the thing, you know. I, I I'd hoped that. Uh, that he would be a funny character. He felt funny to me. You know? I mean, good. he was fun to watch. And then, is Keith Richards going to whip you when he's when you when all this publicity gets out that you've patterned his walk after Keith Richards? Well, uh, you know, it was kind of Keith was more the basis of the you know the spirit of the character. Yeah, you the, know, he was kind of the yeah the wisdom of the character. You know, um, and the sort of happy-go-lucky side of the character. Um, no, I think word has gotten back to Keith. I think he I think he knows that. Uh, that I based the character on him. Might be a little bit of mixed strut in there too. <laughs> on some of those well, there's, a little, there's a little Pepe Le Pew in his strut. A little strut. Pepe Le Pew. Yeah. Mm. yeah. Is there a Johnny Depp movie you would watch if we turned it on television tonight? And you know, would you would you watch what? <sighs> Boy. Because I know it's always hard to kind of watch your own movies. 
I, I generally don't like to watch them. It makes me feel uncomfortable, you mm -hmm. know. Uh, I'd rather just sort of have the experience in my head of making the film. But uh, if there was one, I, when I was in France last year, there was one moment I was sort of flipping through the channels, and Ed Wood mm -hmm. was on television in French. Mm. So that was kind of, you know, surreal. So I watched about 15 minutes of it and then flipped away. Gilbert Grape is fun to watch again if you ever get a chance. I still haven't seen it. I've not seen Gilbert Grape. Was a, I think I've, a lot of people didn't get that one the first time around. Yeah. And uh, that's kind of one of the more I like. But I think Ed Wood is my favorite, I think, of all of them. Is that right? I love that movie. Oh, good. It's, it's kind of, I don't know, I just, kinda, I just thought it was this cool. You know, I liked all the characters in it. And I, I mean, I loved, I, I loved making that film, and I loved the fact that we were making that film in the, in the same style as Ed Wood, mm -hmm. kind of, you know, Tim took on that sort of style of guerrilla filmmaking. And, and when we did it, um, it was sort of like, you know, the little, the little uh, engine that could, you know. Mm -hmm. It was sort of that kind of feeling, you know. It was against all odds, but we made it through, you know. Well, I can't wait till the Johnny Depp story comes out. <laughs> <laughs> well, let me know how it is. <laughs> I will. Thank you. Thank right. you. John Christopher Depp. The second. Oh, the second. You know, and he's known for his musicianship too. What? Uh, this lawyer that he had. Yeah, you know, he played with Jeff Beck in Europe uh, recently. <laughs> what? And that's kind of what he does is play music. You I know, did not know that. Uh, he was born, he just had a birthday, June 9th. Mm -hmm. uh, 58 years old now. Yeah. Five I, foot I, 10. I'd say I, you know, I've always been with him when he's been sitting down, but yeah, yeah. Uh, very, very interesting. Been married twice, most recently. To Amber Heard. And for his birthday, Jimmy, I believe he got $10 million. Yeah, he may be <laughs> waiving that. He may not make her pay. Oh, really? Seriously. Wow. He may not make her pay. They're talking. To, if she would just be quiet, uh, you know, I think he would waive the, the fee. Otherwise, oh, it's man. just going to break her. But again, she's, she's a somebody who, you know, is really into her convictions. And yeah. she really believes she was right. The jury said she was not. And there you go. Well, you know what? I'll tell now, you what. If he does waive it, it, it would be a miracle for his career. And I don't think it's even hurting a little bit right now. But it would really bump him up a notch. Well, I called this uh, particular episode three unique actors. And they are. And Johnny Depp, say what you want to about him. Yeah. And look at the roles that he's had. He's a unique actor. Indeed. Uh, one of a kind. He, there's not another person like Johnny Depp. And this guy... There was only one of him, too, and I hated that his career was short because he passed away at a very young age. But Michael Clark Duncan, mm. a big African-American man whose breakout role was John Coffey in The Green Mile from back in 1999. Well, congratulations on the best movie I've seen all year. Oh, that's a big thing. Thank you very and much. And I couldn't imagine anybody ever being in your part. I mean, I couldn't even imagine any other actor ever playing that role. Thank you very much, man. That makes me feel so good. I mean, how Thank do you, you feel about all this stuff you're hearing? I know you're hearing great things about it. I'm enjoying it. i tell you the truth, I am enjoying all of this, man. I mean, everything that's happened from Armageddon to the Green Mile, all this stuff, is just amazing to me. And I'm not going to be one of these people that, oh, man, I'm tired of this, that, and other. Mm -hmm. Man, I love every second of it. I'm going to tell you the truth. Because you're kind of recognizable. I mean, you're like 10 feet tall and 4 feet wide. Right. And, you know, and you're not some little guy who can hide too easily. No. So. You better like it because oh, you don't really you have a lot what? of choice. It's a dream. It's a dream come true, and I hope nobody pinches me and say you've been asleep for the last week. You know, wake up. You're not an actor. Now, where are you born? Where were you from? Chicago. Chicago All right, and then you went to Alcorn State. Alcorn State University. So you consider yourself a Midwesterner, a Southerner, or what? I'm Midwestern. 
always, Chi-Town mm -hmm. all the way. But you didn't really see yourself as a movie star ever, did you? No. I mean, that was never it, in the cards. It was my mother's thought. Mm -hmm. I always wanted to be like a police officer or something like that. And that's what I was looking forward to, something, you know, I mm -hmm. thought was paying real money at the time. And that was just something that I had funneled toward. I had always done security. So when I wound up out here in Hollywood, I said, well, I might as well try this. I'm out here. I don't want to go back home. And I tried it. And um, fake it was it. rough like everybody else oh. had a tough time. But now that you've made it and you've gotten all the celebrity and you may even right. get an Oscar nomination. Have you ever, are you thinking that far ahead? If that happens, you are you going to freak nah, out that I day? I wouldn't even lie to you and say, no, I don't never think about it. Of course I think well, about you're, that you're, I would think that I don't see how they couldn't nominate you for it, this thing. It would be, it, it's probably a little nerve wracking time. You thinking the categories and the best actors and top supporting actors. And then you think that you might get in there. That's like a miracle, man, and that's like the happiest time to, for you to even say that to me. See, you'll be against that kid in Sixth Sense, and so you can just scare him to death. You look at him one time, he'll hey, be kids gone. Are really he'll give good, up his though. nomination. <laughs> he'll give up his nomination. Kids him. are good, though. I like him. Was it fun working with, I know you've enjoyed working with Bruce Willis because you're doing it again, right. but how about Tom Hanks? Wonderful. Tom Hanks is simply wonderful. In fact, I used to tease him. I said, boss. Oh, no, I used to tell him, I said, man, I was all in Bruce Willis's trailer. He let me sit down in his trailer. Next day, he said, come on, come on to my trailer. Sit down on my couch, watch TV, I'm going to go. And he was just so phenomenal. See, I, I saw always Tom's trailer. He has that silver Airstream. Yeah, you know? there you go. He, it goes everywhere. Uptown. Everybody else is sleeping in the closet. No, he he's got, got his, his little thing going he got his on. Little, he had a little tent, little awning out there. Right. With a little barbecue pit. But he's cool. He's, he's cool. really cool. Tom's cool. Are you going to be that way? Are you going to have your own little tent and invite people to come by? And you know what? I just want to be... I just want to be one of these actors that doesn't think that you're all that. I don't ever want to think that I'm too much to take time out to sign autographs, to speak nicely to people and to think that, okay, now I'm a big superstar, I guess I'll come in a half hour late. All right, tell me this, Michael. What? What's the stupid, what, when you first got some money, you know, off of this movie star stuff, what did you buy stupid that you always wanted? You know what? I've never done anything stupid like that because my mother raised me that you never know when that so next check is coming straight, in, huh? oh, my money goes to the bank, man. I don't. <laughs> I have a truck that I'm proud of, but All that's right. about it, man. All right. Got a truck. You got a truck. <laughs> that's it. All right. How creepy was it being in prison? Did you ever feel like you really were there? Oh, as John Coffey, yes. Me personally, no. But as John Coffey, scared every day. It was the weirdest feeling I've ever experienced in my entire life. Because you've never been in that place no, before. No, no. But as an actor, once you become that character. That's you. And all his fears were not my fears. The dark, these people that I did not know, I did not know what's going to happen to me, all those became reality as I became John Coffey. So it was very weird. As a big guy, though, you know, you wonder, do you ever really get, you ever been scared? As a big guy, yeah. I hate spiders. Okay. That's I don't about like the only thing. I'm saying, I can be around a snake. <laughs> but you don't like spiders. I, I don't like spiders. That's about it. Anything <laughs> else I'm cool with. You can pretty much handle yourself. Yeah. Mm. <laughs> When you uh, watch yourself right. on the big screen, it's so much bigger than life anyway. Is that you up there or is that somebody else? It's somebody else. It's, it's never me. And I, and I thought when I first saw The Green Mile a week ago, I looked at it and I said, man, that cannot be me. I don't know how I did that. I really did not know how I got through that. But I had so much great help from Frank Darabont and Tom Hanks that they kind of pulled me to the side and told me what they wanted. It was just like a great feeling because you got a two-time Academy Award winner. Then you have a director who's phenomenal, who knows exactly what to do for this picture to be great. And he just brought all that out of me. Well, it is great.
Thank and you. I you appreciate. Be real proud of this because I'm not sure how many of these come along. In there life, you go. You know. Thank you very much, sir. I appreciate it. Man, I mean, he was such a pleasant guy, mm-hmm. and he was six foot five. I think you were wondering. Yeah, how I big totally was. He yeah. actually was. Yeah. Uh, he had a heart attack in 2012. Oh man. And uh, he moved to ICU, was hospitalized, died from complications. He was only 54 years old, buried at Forest Lawn. Oh, but what a he he was on his way to a big career. He had a he had that big voice, and he was a, you know he was a bouncer. Was I think he somebody really? discovered him when he was a bouncer or something, and uh, he went off into all these other movies. He was in Armageddon. Remember with oh, Bruce yeah. Willis? Yeah, yeah, yeah. You know, and he was, but he was always this big guy. You know, he was Planet of the Apes, Scorpion King, Sin City, Talladega Nights. Uh, yeah, I forgot. Of, and, and he could have been. He could have done a whole lot more. And I, I don't know. I was a big, and a lot of people were really big Michael Clark Duncan fans. But man, that Green Mile is kind of like mm. Shawshank Redemption. It's one of the best. It's just one of those movies that. People seem to go, people are fascinated and I'm not Yeah. Uh, by yeah. prison movies. I've never been, I don't, come on, I've, Jimmy, I've gone I mean, into come prisons on. after a what? riot and I yeah. don't ever want to go to prison. I have to, but I don't you, like anything about wait, wait, prison. Come I always on. said they can't take me alive. Wait a minute. I cannot believe you just said that because I know for a fact that one of your favorite movies is Alcatraz. Well, it is, but and they're not so much in jail all that's the true. time. That, you know, I mean, these <laughs> movies true. like the longest yard that never did much. About oh me. yeah. Yeah. Um, yeah. You know, just um, but anyway, Green Mile was a great film. It, it really was. was. It was. Tom yeah. Hanks didn't pal around with anybody much while that was going on. Remember, he did it in Nashville. Yeah. Rented a house and he had an Airstream trailer they brought in. He was kind of to himself while he was working. Michael Clark Duncan, though, what a great R.I.P. Man, that guy was like I, I, I'm going to steal a uh, Don Williams, but he was like a gentle giant. He really he was. was yeah. And he definitely was. You would not have. I was uh, we were on a red carpet one night in New York and I said hello. And we remembered each other and talking. Yeah. And man, nobody would have ever messed with that guy. Right, right. He was he, he was like the biggest NFL player. You, right. you not fat. I mean, he was just ripped. He was the Hulk. He yeah. was he was a big man. And uh, really, that's just such a shame. He died at such a young age. And then this next guy, he's not doing so well in his medical world either and he was most recently seen again as the ice man in top gun that's val kilmer val kilmer um I, he i don't i don't think he won any big awards for it but he deserved it when he played jim morrison in the doors and uh wow i mean do you ever do you ever see that movie never saw it but i've always liked him as an, oh that's an one actor. you need to rent sometime yeah because uh, man it was like impossible uh doing that i mean he uh, that he became Jim Morrison. I'd, and that's I'd watch what we that. talk about in this interview from 1991. Val, how did you survive the making of this movie? Because really it was as much as a survival as just being an actor with all the things you had to go through. Yeah. Movies usually are about endurance, uh, prayer, drinking that carrot juice. You know, I just uh, I didn't get seduced into his his uh, style of living, but had to, needed to for the role to be as disciplined as he was in a, in these escapades. He was a very disciplined drinker as much as he was disciplined artist. I mean, he was, he was looking for inspiration every second of the day. Meg Ryan said it kind of got to her after a few months a little bit, the darkness and just the... Just well, I, I too, I'm, I'm provoking. She's getting hammered. So that, that, that hurts. 
you know, their, the fabric of their relationship had a lot to do with uh, love and hate. As you've had a little time to, you know, soak all this Jim Morrison stuff in, I mean, what are you left with? What kind of, what was he? Well, the things that I find valuable are similar to what I just said, his, the energy and how challenging he was about his exploration. I've concluded things in my personal life that I, I was forced to, uh, forced to confront, and that's a great value out of that period and about this character. You know, any flack or concern about glorifying a drunk uh, doesn't do that, my opinion, uh, or drugs. But the arena is, is, isn't even about what you put in your body. It's about what you're, you know, what you're trying to see and how you go about doing that. And that, that shouldn't be taken lightly. Just to, absurdity has a value. He was a self-destructive man, you feel? Definitely. That he just was pushing the envelope, daring whatever was going to happen to him to happen? Yeah, he truly didn't care if he died the next day. But to try and to stare it, stare it down in the face death. And if it wasn't right there, if it wasn't blood on the sheets in the morning, then he'd go out and jump in front of a car to get just to, like you and I'd have a cup of coffee. He'd walk a ledge of a building. Yeah, it is a little hard to understand, isn't it? it? It's hard to believe how real and how true it was, but he really did that. His alcoholic intake was legendary, but as, as and greater than that was his appetite for life. It's an easy thing to see, you know, like in the 60s, the footage of cops bashing people over the head or students acting strangely, the legitimacy of the cause. It's easy to, to overstep that you know, by flash. And uh, there was nobility in his search to be recognized as a poet. It's legitimate, part of... Part of uh, the flack that he takes is because he really was willing to fail. How do you, you don't get good without doing that. It just doesn't happen. Would you say this is the hardest thing you've done as an actor? Hamlet was the hardest thing. Mm. Even this is not as hard as that? No, I mean, it, it was hard. But the physical appearance, I guess, aspect of it was, was the easiest part because you just had that somewhat, right? Well, yeah, I mean, varying degrees of effort in all the terrain. Doing the music was a pleasure. Singing live for a live audience and having them film it was satisfying. Did you ever get that feel that he may have gotten or any other rock star gets from being on stage and having that public adulation and screaming and hollering? Did you ever get that buzz that actors never really seem to get too much? Well, no, because usually it's a crew and by the third week they're bored, no matter mm -hmm. how good a crew they are. Mm -hmm. You know, getting, getting a live response other than your actors or the response afterward from the director. So that was that that gave everybody juice. You know that was fun to do, but I've I've acted a lot in theater, so I know what it's like to be in front of people and to uh, be involved in the dynamics of that. You know, energy. Thank you a lot. Unbelievable performance. Great. Well, thanks. My favorite movie with Val Kilmer is not Top Gun. Uh, that wasn't a very lovable part. Yeah. Ice Man, really. And The Doors. This was not a lovable part but I appreciate it. The part that he was the greatest in, 
was Doc Holliday in Tombstone. Oh, yes, 100%. There's your Huckleberry and all I'm that stuff. Huckleberry. He stole yeah. the movie. <laughs> he did steal he, the I movie. Mean, there's a, I think he stole the movie. Even, yeah. And as much as I love Kurt Russell, and we'll have Kurt Russell on one of these upcoming oh, shows. Oh, good, 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 good. But I think Val's Doc Holliday character almost stole the movie. And, you know, he's played Bruce Wayne yeah, in the, in ba- the Batman, Batman series. Yeah, 1995. That was okay. Yeah. It was okay, but nothing like uh, – Doc Holliday. That was such a great film from 1993. And if you haven't ever seen Tombstone, I don't know what to tell you. It is great. Uh, it is great. It is. Uh, it is. It. I think it is my favorite Western. What's I think the other one? Doubt. What's the I other one? I must have seen it 20 times. Don't confuse it with the other one. There's another one they did at the same time. No, they did Wyatt Earp at yes. the same time. It was Kevin bad. Costner. It was a bad. bigger Warner Brothers movie. Yeah. Uh, it yeah. was a much bigger movie with bigger name brand stars. Yeah. But Tombstone. Yeah. The guy that wrote it and directed it, John Milius, and I don't remember who else. Yeah, but they just had it. The music was, you know, was great. Kurt Russell was Wyatt Earp, yeah. and then you know Sam Elliott was great as one of the brothers, and Bill Paxton, and and then of course they were the bad guys. I mean, it was everything about Tombstone is great. It's certainly one of my top ten favorite movies. I, really I, I would so. definitely put it in the top ten favorite movies, and maybe my favorite western of all time, minus the Hang 'Em Highs from Clint Eastwood and those. But, yeah, all that stuff. Oh, by good. the way, uh, Val Kilmer wrote a book. Did he really? I'm Your Huckleberry, ah! <laughs> a memoir. That was I'm in 2020. And there was recently a documentary about his life that was released called Val. I saw that. Man, it's tough that. to see him lose lose his voice I can't, and have these I can't watch medical it. problems that he has. I can't watch it. I saw it. It was either Netflix or one of the Amazon or something. And I and I and when I saw the title and I read the excerpt from it, I decided I can't watch it because I want to remember him as, you know, in Top Gun or as he's Tombstone. had a, he's had a battle with throat cancer. That's that's the problem. And yeah. he was smoking heavy even in this interview. Uh, he put his cigarette out right before. Oddly enough, so oddly enough, he he's was had two tracheotomies, tracheotomies too. Um, and oddly enough, even in the movie we we're talking about Tombstone, he's sick in that movie as Doc Holliday's. Yeah, uh, that's how he does. You're yeah, right. Yeah, yeah. And uh, 2020, he was cancer free for four years, hmm. and then the uh, in 2021 through AI technology and archival audio of his voice, they were able to recreate his voice for the Top Gun Maverick. Wow. That's, he can't wow. talk. And so they recreated it wow. with, you know, computers and voodoo. But three unique actors in uh, in Hollywood history, I'd have to say. These I three agree. Guys. Very unique. There's only, <laughs> only one of a kind in each one of those people. And true stars, too. You know, we've lost some of that over the years. Yes. Uh, these are iconic stars. Uh, Y'all know who they are. And uh, Jimmy, thank you so much for introducing them all to us on a personal level. What a fun time that is. That's The Vault on Sweeping the Country. We do it every week. Make sure you tune in uh, right here on Sweeping the Country. That's anywhere you can find a podcast. Now, if you need to get a hold of Jimmy Carter, just go to AskJimmyCarter.com. Or if you want to shoot me an email, you can do that at WalkerDerek at gmail.com. Until next week, good day. Good day.